0: We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff, cause Kristen Knows Blank. Well hi everybody and welcome to a romantic episode of the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. Ugh, love is in the air! Maybe it's because my guest today is a self-proclaimed relationship expert, maybe it's because Valentine's Day is coming up soon, or maybe I just have that funny feeling downstairs. Either way. Uh, Thanks for listening and please take a second to like and subscribe to this podcast and follow it and friend it and do everything to make it feel special. I'm Kristen Key. Um, I'm a comedian, I'm a musician, and I'm wearing a sweater right now. Please find me online too. I'm at KristenKey.com. I have social media. I'm on TikTok and Cameo and just about any funny named app that you can find. So be my friend now. Oh, I have such a fun episode today. My guest is a hilarious comedian. He's one of the hosts of the Social Distancing Social Club, and he's a self-proclaimed relationship expert. Hey, computer lady, can you play that interview with Chris Bowers?
1: Playing interview with Chris Bowers. Thanks
0: for joining me today. Hey, no problem, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is the Valentine's Day episode. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Oh, well, that'll
1: be perfect then if we're talking about relationships.
0: We are. We are. You are, you are my relationship expert this week. <laughs> I know. So I, first off, I have to ask you, what qualifies you as a relationship expert? Well,
1: I'm pretty good at them. I've been in, I've been married twice. I've been in my <laughs> my I've been, I've been with Chrissy for ten years. So you know, I mean, I, I do think that a lot of times people think that anytime a relationship ends, it was, was bad, and I don't think that's the case. I think sometimes relationships are to take you to the next spot in your life, and it doesn't mean you have to be together for seventy years. You know what I mean? So um, I couldn't agree more.
0: I don't think I would be in the relationship I am now. You know, if I hadn't had some. Some real duds to get here.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously you don't get your soulmate when you're 17 because you'd fuck it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean some people do, and then they're still they're still hanging in.
1: I mean by the way, if if, if it works out, it works out. I mean I, I'm not against it. I mean there are people that met and I, I mean when you find your person, hold on. You know what I mean. I don't know. So, I mean, you know, people make fun of me having two divorces. What are you good at relationships? Like, well, you know, coach K can't hit a three doesn't mean he's not a good coach. I mean, I've been through all the shit, you know what I mean? So. I mean, that's a good, that's a really good part of this too. It's, I think it's important to leave the bad ones
0: just as it is to appreciate when
1: you find a good one. The hardest part of relationships is leaving a bad one. What I call a near miss when it's close, when it's nine out of 10, I don't know if they just would (laughs) can shut the f- up a little or whatever, but that's not it. You got to find your person who you don't want to shut the f- up a little even at all. Right. <laughs> you know, you got to right. find that, that person that, that that fits, you know, with you. So I, I talk, call You got to find your match is what I say, you know? And so like the point is like one of the biggest things, problems we have in relationships is that um, people think that any relationship can work if you just try hard enough. <laughs> and that's okay. not true, right? Like uh, the way I describe it is like, if you, let's say you had a blue sock and a red sock they don't match no matter how hard those socks try no matter how times they go to counseling no matter what they do they don't f- match right and there's some socks that both are blue but one has a gold toe and one has a silver toe so in public they look like they match but you get home take your shoes off those m- don't match you got to find your match that's the key <laughs> what a great analogy the relationship like the the silver
0: toed sock <laughs> like-
1: I mean, just say it, you know, like, oh, okay, it's it was close, it was close, we're both the same hue of blue, but you've got a silver toe and I've got a gold toe, you know, I mean, that's just, so you gotta find, I mean, Chrissy, I've been with her 10 years now, we we just finally matched together, my second wife was close, it was 9 out of 10, my first wife was terrible, it was 2 out of 10, it was a bad idea, but getting free from a bad relationship is, I mean, I that's the show I want to do, I want to do a a, a a show called Relationship Intervention, where it's like intervention, but the thing you're addicted to is a terrible yes. person you can't get away from. Yes. You know, and the goal is to break you up. We want you to spend 90 days apart and see if all your fears came true. I would watch that show. I would watch a show of people getting out of bad
0: relationships because nothing's yeah, worse than watching a terrible relationship.
1: Oh, God. And all your friends would read letters. All you do is talk about this dude. You hate him he doesn't help you or vice versa or whatever yeah he's right. cheated on you 11 times what are you doing you know and Ugh. then we the goal would be to break him up for 90 days and then the last act would be they come back and tell us hey did did you miss him did did all your all your fears come true did did it get better i mean cause that's what I, whenever everybody's in a, in a out of a bad relationship bad marriage bad whatever i'm always like look six months from right now today you'll look back and think this is the greatest thing that ever happened to you
0: yeah
1: it just yeah. takes some time to get free you know I mean, not one of my exes blows.
0: do i yeah i don't ever think i would i would go back for just a minute i mean maybe in high school but that's because i had a 16 year old body and i was like i would like to be in that body doing those things but not really
1: right 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 no i get i'm saying when shit blows up you got glass on you for a while but once you get over it you know once you get the glass all picked out of your skin it's way better than being on a building that's exploding
0: that wasn't
1: so what makes a
0: good relationship work like what are the fundamental things that make a good relationship work
1: well i think first and foremost i think it's important for you to want them to be happy more than you and vice versa right like so a pleaser dating a pleaser is pretty good a pleaser taking a dating a taker doesn't work because the taker takes too much and then the pleaser i mean you know they can be could work for a while, but eventually and then uh, and takers and takers, and that's always tough. I mean so you just wanna you just wanna make sure your your my goal is for Chrissy to be happy, even if I'm unhappy. And that's her goal too. And that's when it works. Because we're both trying to be selfless. We're tro- both trying to, I mean, you know, we're, we, I want her to pick me every day. I think that's one of those things we do a problem in, in relationships is once we make a commitment, you get a ring or you're married. Now it's like, well, now you have to be with me. So I don't have to try anymore. And it's like, well, that's not how it works. I want her to pick me every day and I want yeah. to pick her every day. And you do that it's by a being a good person the day before. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is a choice. You wake up, you wake up and say, I could leave at any, that's important for me. I don't like the idea of, Oh, I'm, I'm stuck here forever. I could leave any day any day I can walk out the door I don't have to be in this relationship forever but every day I choose to be here because I like it here I like her yeah
1: yes and and, and part of that is I finally got over the fear that I had in my 20s and, and even my 30s of I'm no longer afraid of being alone now that doesn't mean that I don't that that I I'm going to be alone because I'm terrible alone that's not my point what I I mean like I'm not a person who's alone, I man. This pandemic been in their houses this whole time. No, 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 no. That wouldn't be by themselves. I couldn't handle it, right? I, I need someone to bounce shit off.
0: And it's just pizza boxes and beer cans <laughs> and like tuxedo right? pants. And
1: that's it. Yeah. And yeah. So but I'm saying I don't I do terribly by myself. I mean, I'm I'm a person who always wants to be around people, but what I've realized is I'm a good dude and I'll find somebody to love me. If this doesn't work out somebody else will love me you know and and somebody else will love chrissy and it'll be fine now let's hope it i mean i again i every day it's great i want more <laughs> but if you yeah. got to you know my my second wife we we eventually we had a we were married for 10 we we're together 10 years married four we had a great time just at the end of the when she turned 30 whatever she decided she wanted to have a kid and i just wasn't didn't want to have a kid and so that's where it just kind of peeled off so you know if chrissy you know, if either one of us became born-again Christians or, oh, let it be you, know, you God Q-anon let it be you. This would be
0: great. Yes. Or whatever.
1: I'm just saying if that, <laughs> if that became a thing, then the other one would leave. I mean, that's just, I'm not going to date a QAnon person. <laughs> so as long you're as everything's born working again Christian. great. No. <laughs> exactly. Right. So I'm just saying, I think that we put, we, we, I don't know. I think people focus too much on forever and not enough on today. And, and, and it's just like, you know, how many breakups are broken? How many people break up because, one of the people doesn't want to define it and the other one needs a definition because i can't handle it it's like just <laughs> tell me down, man. Like, mm. yeah just just we're, today we're happy i don't know what we'll be tomorrow <laughs> so how about you know i was skeptical i was really skeptical about
0: your relationship expertise you're actually <laughs> like you you know your stuff like i'm impressed well, i'm like this is all I very mean, good advice like now i know why you and chrissy have been together so long
1: <laughs> well, and I appreciate that. I mean, I also too, it's, this is what I've been doing my whole life. Like in the dorm at 18 years old, 19 years old, I was the one that, I was the dude who went to the girls' floor and just hung out with girls all day and talked about their boyfriends and why they were dicks. I mean, I've been doing this for a very long time. So I've kind of under I kind of get from both perspectives just because.
0: Would you consider yourself a hopeless romantic?
1: Hmm, I don't know what that means. What's that, define that for I me. I know,
0: What's I was it? about to ask you to define it too. I'm. <laughs> my definition of hopeless romantic is someone that, that falls in love every time. I think that's how I would die. Because I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I think that at some point, every person I dated, I would say I was in love with for sure. I just, I want to be in love. And I tried to match a lot of people to that feeling until eventually I found out, oh, that I don't know that, that that fantasy of love is real.
1: You know? Oh, it is. The difference is you have to separate it from sex. The problem is we try to find love in the people we <laughs> and that doesn't always happen. <laughs> so I have plenty of people I'm in love with that I don't <laughs> And they're in love with me, and I'm in love with them, and it's fine. You know what I mean? Like I have, plenty I have four or five people that I love, and they love me. And you know, if the apocalypse like happens, I'm driving to get them. Yes, like Steve. Not so much Ben. No, I. I mean, there's some <laughs> people like that. But I, I, I. What I learned. This so, is so one of the things that I, I. And this is something I've been working on for a minute. But like, one of the problems that I had as a man is that. I never learned, I don't know if I just didn't pay attention or no one taught me or what, but I never learned how to show affection to a woman without my tongue or my dick. Okay. And I've been working on the last 10 years to do that. Where I can love a woman, I've been in a relationship. I don't need to, I, my friend Sarah, I love her. She's my best friend. I don't talk to her all the time. When I see her, I, I love. she loves me, but it has nothing to do with sex. It's not sexual right. at all. Just like I... And his buddies, my buddy Trevor, I love that dude. But like, I don't know part of me wants to f- him. So I just had to like take that mindset. Well, you love dudes that you don't wanna f- do that with the women. <laughs> what well, you're talking about though, this is something that I
0: feel like as a lesbian, I've run into a lot with other lesbian friendships. And in fact, up until like a certain time in adulthood, every lesbian friendship I had usually led to some sort of sex or sexual tension because I didn't know how to, how do I befriend another woman that likes women without, should. Should we have sex? Like I, I didn't, right. and now, now you, that's exactly what you're saying. I had to learn how to have a buddy that I love, or like a soulmate that's not my sexual soulmate. You know?
1: Right. And that, and, and 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 I'm still working on it. But I mean, that's the thing that I I realized that I'm like, oh, this is what's hurting me is that me and you are really good friends. I've been, I've like, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. I mean, acquaintances, you know. But I mean, I think we're good friends. And I so, do too. Yeah. Like, when, when I when, I remember we hung out in Louisville one time and we were drinking and we were having a good time and whatever. And it's like, oh, I f- love Kristen Key. And I think I even knew you were gay. I don't, I think I did at that point. And it was still like, yeah, but how do I show her I love her without trying to kiss her? And it's like, well, shut up. That actually is worse. <laughs> so just show her you love her by loving her. You know, it's like, it's not this, it doesn't have to be this thing, you know? Right. And so I think a lot of times we, and that's something too, I think a lot of times people in relationships, they, this is, I think because people don't like, people. <laughs> they try to put all of their needs into one person. And that's just me. Well, I mean, that's one a good person. Point. Yes. You can't, I'm picking up what you're putting you down. Have, yeah. Yeah. You gotta have other people. You gotta have other people you talk to about, you know, not just your spouse, but your other everything. You know, you got the people you hang out with, people you do stuff with. You can't have this person be your emotional rock, your sexual rock, your confidant, your every, I mean, that's great they can be all those things but you also need to like spread it out a little bit you know because you're, you're putting too much pressure on one person I mean my first marriage the problem was she wanted me to be happy for both of us and you can only be happy for yourself <laughs> you know like when I was happy and we were doing stuff she was happy but the minute I was like off not paying attention to her she was sad well I can't be in charge of your happiness 24 hours a day that's not possible I think if, if, okay.
0: if you're listening right now and you remember one thing, I, I f- have found that to be the most helpful thing is not to put every role into my wife. She does not have to be all of the roles. I, I have other people. When I first got sober, I tried to make her a sobriety buddy. And she was like, you need to talk to somebody else about that. Right. Like, and I was yeah. like offended. I did. I talked to someone else. and They were like, she's right. She's not your sobriety buddy. She's your wife. Talk to your wife about wife stuff and couples, the stuff you have in common, but she doesn't have to be my therapist. She doesn't have to be, I mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the other thing I'm working on, tell me if you think that this is the thing. a little theory I have that I just came up with last week. I think part of it too is whatever bull you bring into a relationship, like as a person. So let's say you're 20% crazy whether it is okay. OCD or you know, you're know you real jealous or you need the bed made every day or whatever you got going on. We all have things that are like our things, right? Meth. Whatever Just number of those you have. Yeah. I mean, it could be meth. It could be a drug problem. It could be whatever. <laughs> whatever, pro- Let's say call it problems. Whatever okay. problems you bring in personally, you have to accept that many problems from your partner or it's not going to work. That's good. See, so like if you're like, you know, super jealous and they're super OCD, well, instead of bitching each other, just like accept each other and be like, okay, well, I'll accept your jealousy if you accept my OCD or I'll work on my OCD if you work on your jealousy, but just do it the same, you right. know? And, the, and, the, and I've been trying to tell people this, a lot of friends I have that like are kind of bicker and fight a lot and I'm like, look, you're both 25% nuts, just accept that. You accept their 25% in exchange for them accepting your 25%, that's the deal. And everyone I've talked to has agreed that their partner is 25% nuts, but they will not admit that they're 25% <laughs> nuts and that is the problem. <laughs>
0: I think that at the beginning when you were talking about finding your match, that is what your match is though. It's the person that you go, okay, you do this, this, and this. I'm not crazy about it, but it's not a deal breaker. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let
1: it go. I got to accept you as is. Yeah. And in exchange, they're going to accept you for this, this, and that. And that's the trade. The trade is, hey, there's certain things that I do that are up. There's certain things that you do that are up. We can either fix them together or we can both be okay with them. (laughs) We just have to pick. You know what I mean? So like that's. (laughs) but we don't have that conversation we just get mad at each other and argue for 15 years about dishes (laughs) and that's the only thing is also it's just because you have a thing doesn't mean i have to believe in that thing it's totally fine if you think the dishes need to be done or the bed needs to be made or whatever that's great do it (laughs) but it shouldn't be my problem that your mom made you feel like an asshole if you didn't make the bed when you woke up my mom didn't make me feel that way i don't give a (laughs) about whether the bed's made or not you know, now that being said, if, if I'm going to make the bed every morning to help you, then you should root for the Bengals and be on my team when one Sunday and, Sunday and we're watching football, even if f- I can hate football. So either trade it or <laughs> mutually tap, figure yeah. it out. <laughs> just, make a, just Make a plan is what I'm saying. Like a lot of times we don't talk about these things and we just get upset and we think that people are doing things on purpose and we don't communicate enough to go, Hey, I'm feeling like, give me a couple weeks ago we we took mushrooms and, and you, you learn stuff on mushrooms and so chrissy and i were yeah having a yeah. conversation and and I'll, one of the things in my relationship with angela my my second wife was that when we started dating i wasn't ready to be in a relationship yet and also wasn't very touchy-feely i just wasn't a cuddly person for whatever reason i think it was because i didn't like my first wife and i just kind of just got out of the habit of it maybe and people hadn't and my first wife was the first girl who ever really dated me so i never really had like a i never found that girl i just cut away i didn't have that right and so initially when angelo started dating me she would she would cuddle on me and i would kind of push her away just because i was like "Eh." and it was just just a little bit not a bunch but that made her insecure so made her push more which made me pull more and eventually that chasm over 10 years opened up so i started dating chrissy i'm like i'm not going to do that anymore if she wants to cuddle i'm going to cuddle if she she wants me to rub her head head. she wants to rub my head i'm not gonna be annoyed well 10 years later she says to me i don't feel like we have as much intimacy as i as i want well, in my mind, I've been doing 150,000 percent more than I've ever done in my whole life. Right. Right. But I realized in that moment, like I like to tickle and f- around, and like I'm, I was a big brother, so I like ah, and I'm picking on you, and I'm making you think things. I'm like telling you lies that I try to trick you in. Just fun to me. I don't know why. I just that's so I do, that's so I do with everybody. It's not just Chrissy. It's everybody I do that with. And what I realize is that if you take out all the tickling of me with f- her, there's only about eight percent intimacy. So I'm like, all oh, right, let's stop tickling and because that in my mind that meant we were hanging out and i was touching and it was all a thing but right. in her mind it wasn't so when she told me that i was like oh shit i'm so sorry that's not what i meant to do i thought i was doing better and so then the last month i've been and it, it and she's like oh i felt hurt and it made me feel good about you know i said yeah, a thing wonderful. and then you responded to it but that's again that's about communication is the key you yeah. know but again that's after you pick the right person Right, Like you can communicate with the wrong person over and over and over again, and you're just going to hit a brick wall. But once you find that person who gets you and you get them and you can talk those things through and you're not going to be upset with each other and you're going to figure out a way. And some people, the whole thing is they fight so they can f- better. If that's your thing, that's cool too. I'm not mad at you. If you're a bickering couple, it's never that's really
0: worked you. for me. Yeah, no, we I'm fight a, until I cry. Guy. Yeah. I get my feelings hurt. We're probably just, not going to have sex.
1: Yeah. You're not going to raise your voice at me. I don't do that. My first like wife it. would scream at me and i'm like all right i'll be back in half an hour when you're ready to talk about this like an adult and i would leave and i come back and have a human i'm like all right i'll be and i would I And mean, sometimes i'd be gone for i'd come back four or five times before she was ready to actually talk but i'm like i'm not gonna be a relationship where you scream at me i'm not gonna do it well every, every
0: relationship communicates a little bit different i was gonna ask you i looked this up before this just just for the sake of doing a deep dive on relationships and i looked up the five love languages have you heard
1: about this yeah, it's a, If you haven't heard of the five love, love, love languages, it's a book you read right before you get, you get divorced. It's a really good book, um, and I've read it twice. And uh, I just skimmed it. So are we going to have a fight? Like I don't know. Love languages are good. They're great. And that's and my my second wife. I figured you know basically what are they? There's 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 uh, touch. Uh, let's say there's gifts. Quality there's gifts. There's words there's
0: of affirmation.
1: Quality. Physical touch. Acts of service. Yeah. So like, Angela, my second wife. She, so the the concept of the book is, one, you got to figure out what your love language is. Understand how you accept love because the way you accept love or prefer to accept love is also how you like to give love. So sometimes people that speak different love languages, they're giving love in the wrong way. And the the other partner doesn't interpret what they're doing as love, right? So you have to do two things. You have to find out what your love language is to ask for how you want to accept love. And you have to learn what their love language is so you can give them love in the way they want it. Meaning, I'm a very complimentary person. That's what I do. That's my love hated compliments. Yeah, that's my love language. I'm awesome. That's, day. Nothing, nothing turns agree. me on more than you thinking I'm awesome. That's great. Yes. Right? So. Yes. <laughs> we speak so. the same
0: love language. You're great, by the <laughs> exactly. way. I'm so glad you're here. You're,
1: you're <laughs> a you, marvelous so. man. <laughs> Specimen of manhood so, right there. <laughs> so I would compliment Angela all the time, thinking that was telling her I loved her, but she didn't. she wasn't accepting love that way because that actually embarrassed her and she didn't like it. But she wanted acts, so when I did the dishes, that said, yes. I love you. So in my mind, doing the dishes, she was nagging me. What she was saying was, do you love me? But you don't love me. The dishes are in the sink, you don't love me. If you love me, the dishes wouldn't be in the sink, because that's what my love language is. So when I started doing the dishes because it showed love, it yeah. changed It changed our relationship in a great way. I mean, and again, we're still I really good I friends. Just, but that's- I just discovered my
0: wife's love language, and I haven't known it for 15 years. I think I should do the dishes. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, man, like there's people and people have different, they have, could have two or three or whatever. I mean, some people are gifts. I'm not a gift person. I don't need gifts. I don't give gifts. I'm not, I don't, don't don't bring shit on my birthday. Just show up and let's party. Yeah. 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 So that's, you know, so, so, um, and, but Angela also wasn't a complimenter. She didn't like to, that's not what she does. She's, you know, so I'm somebody who needs compliments. So it, that was my level. So one of the things we worked on in counseling, it worked for a while. I mean, we, again, eventually she just wanted to have a kid and I didn't, but when i would do the dishes to show her i loved her then it worked you know when she would compliment me even though that wasn't her thing and one of our account went to counseling once the our counselor said she was like yeah like i've seen couples all the time where the husband will say i don't think you love me and she's like i do dish.' he's like you haven't touched my dick in two years and she's like yeah but i do do your dishes and laundry every day i cook all your meals i but he doesn't care about any of that that's not how he feels love right and so you can't fault someone for how they feel love and if you love them you just do the thing they need to feel it you know right it's a and, communication that, and then so the dishes begin. stop becoming the, the, the dishes stop becoming a chore and start becoming an, an expression of love and then it's pretty cool to do dishes yeah yeah
0: oh my god oh my god <laughs> it's time for five, five quick, quick questions. questions because you're my relationship expert today uh i came up with a relationship quiz um and okay. so i i play a game on every podcast called five quick questions and i have five quick questions for you i want you to name the movie from the movie quote in the category rom-com. <laughs> question one, name the movie okay. that this quote came from, We'll Always Have Paris. Is
1: that Casablanca?
0: It is Casablanca. All okay, right, cool. question one down the hatch. One and one. Question... By the way, I've never seen
1: it, just know that culture.
0: <laughs> question two, I wish I knew how to quit you.
1: Uh, that is from Brokeback Mountain. That is from Brokeback Mountain. Way to be on brand, Kristen. I appreciate that.
0: Thanks. <laughs> I was trying to, I'm, I'm all of it. And you know what? I do apologize. That is not a rom-com. <laughs> wow. So well. <laughs> it's just a, it's a rom, it's like a Rom and Tom. It's a rom.
1: It's a rom com
0: It's a rom com <laughs> Question three. Okay, it's a long one. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible.
1: Ooh, I know that quote. Is that when Harry met Sally?
0: It is. It's the last scene and I love it. It's so cool. Wow.
1: Yeah, I Whoa, love that. Movie. You it's
0: acing. Oh my god, and it's the best scene cuz he like he runs and it's New Year's Eve and he runs through like all across New York to get to her at this party and everybody's like it's like a black tie party and he just comes in in his street clothes and he runs up to her and says all this stuff and she's he kind of insults her he's like i hate the way you do this you know and then that's the line he says though it's very very nice nice um question four don't forget i'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her
1: is that love actually
0: so close Notting hill
1: oh yes it's the same it's the same yeah. guy, right?
0: I think so. <laughs> I get those two confused, too, because I'm like, it's the same yeah.
1: movie, isn't it? It's British, it's, and
0: same thing. I think they that one had Ju- Julia Roberts. Was she in both of those?
1: I thought Notting Hill was the girl from Jerry Maguire. Oh, god, Mrs. who Mrs. knows? Bridget diary. Who knows? They're That's all
0: Bridget Jones' diary for sure. Um, OK, so we're, uh, what are we? Three for four. Three for four. Three for four. Question five. What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon.
1: All I'm thinking of is the honeymooners. <laughs> but that's to the moon, Alice. That's a different. That's to
0: the moon, Alice. It's it's like it's uh, it's an old movie. Um, it's black and white. Um, I'm trying to give you hints without giving you hints.
1: Uh, do the quote again. What do you want? You want the moon? Just
0: say the word, and I'll throw a lasso yeah, around it know, pull I'm it down.
1: Black, I, I got lucky with Casablanca. I don't, I don't really- I'll
0: give you the moon. Uh, it's Jimmy Stewart, I, I and It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, is that a rom-com? It's not. It's not. It's just a, it's just a romantic movie.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: So I think you have solidified. You are a relationship expert. Uh, Three out of four ain't too shabby, and and you certainly know your stuff. But my favorite part of the show is I always invite someone on and and ask you to play a rad lib with me. And now it's time for rad libs. I wrote a story and I left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play rad libs?
1: Let's do it. You might have to remind me what an adjective is. Let's go.
0: Great, because that's the first word. <laughs> I need an adjective. It's uh, a it's descriptive like word. Yeah, it describes it's a like noun. Tall. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, uh, smelly.
0: Smelly, it's like like Smell. tall, tall, Smell. smelly.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to get, I wasn't going to go with tall. I mean, tall's a little boring, but smelly's more fun, I think.
0: Keeping me on my toes. A verb ending in ing.
1: Uh, stalking.
0: Oh yeah, that's a really good one. We're off to a really good start. <laughs> um, a period of
1: time. Uh, a nanosecond. A piece of furniture. A shiffer robe.
0: <laughs> What's
1: that? I don't know. It's from Kill Mockingbird*. Remember, they had a shiffer robe and a it's like a dresser. Okay. Like, it's like
0: a, okay. Like a dresser. Now I want one. I'm going to ship a robe. An act of violence.
1: Biting. Speaking
0: oh yeah. <laughs> go with it. Bite. Okay. Um, an adjective again
1: happy That's
0: happy. yep uh, we got a few more let's see uh u.s city birmingham alabama a feeling
1: <sighs> can you spell that
0: <laughs> no uh, <laughs> all
1: right it's just it's kind of a creepy like <sighs> that's what i'm going for that that chill that okay. runs down you and that <sighs> like that, oh, that that's, the, okay, that's okay okay that... a verb uh swim
0: uh an animal cheetah <laughs> A verb ending in I-N-G.
1: Living. Something a waiter says. Really? No tip? Um, An occupation. Uh, Proctologist. Plural noun. Boys.
0: Uh, Something you yell. machi. (laughs) And a man's name. Carl. A body part. Taint. Taint. Yes. So it's... No one ever says taint on the show. I get I like 20 elbows, no taints. This is the best day of my life. Thank you. Thank you, Bowers, for bringing taint to Mad Mondays.
1: That's a that's a, a leady drawing. Are you not into taint?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing oh, Ben God. said on the show. You're anything leady can't do, I love it. <laughs> um, I need a, a slang term for
1: sex. Hiding the banana.
0: And a family member, mom. <laughs> Perfect. Um, a famous movie quote. That's my boat. <laughs> we have a story. We have. We have a story. A great story. Couple trouble? Ask Bowers.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> oh, it looks like someone wrote in. Dear Bowers, my smelly husband won't stop stalking. He does it every <laughs> nanosecond, and I'm afraid he's gonna. I'm afraid he's going to ruin our shiffer robe. I love him, but if he doesn't stop, I think I'm gonna bite him. What do I do? Sincerely, happy in Birmingham. (laughs) Bowers responds, well, when a man is feeling, (sighs) sometimes he has to swim. Asking him to stop would be like asking a cheetah to stop living. (laughs) My advice, really, no tip. Uh, Another letter came in, says, Dear Bowers, help! I think my wife is sleeping with my proctologist. (laughs) The other night in bed, when we were making boys, she called out, Hachi Machi, Carl! What do I do? (laughs) Bowers responds, Trust your taint. (laughs) (laughs) If you think your wife is playing hide the banana with her mom, like it says in that poem, love is never having to say, That's my boat. (laughs)
1: That's my boat. Don't be putting that in her.
0: (laughs) That's my boat. Stop playing hide the banana with your mom. (laughs) That's my boat. That's my boat. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Please tell our audience and our listeners what we have coming up very soon and and everything that you want to plug all your shows, tell the audience all about what they they can get
1: into. We have a podcast with the amazing Kristen Key next Wednesday, uh, February 10th at uh, NowhereComedyClub.com. You can buy your tickets at NowhereComedyClub.com. Uh, me and Queen Rachel from the Social Distance Social Club, which should also check that show out. We do that four days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, Kristen is a guest every five shows probably now I every two weeks show. yeah so you're, you're yeah basically it's a lot of fun Anytime and, and kristen me. kills it every time and it's a great show we do it it's three o'clock uh, pacific uh tuesday wednesday and friday and then noon pacific on saturday you can go to sdscshow.com to get tickets or to just find a stream for free so you can come in the front row and be in the zoom and laugh with us or you can just watch it on youtube passively and it's pretty fun I have four albums, but I have one album that's just uh, just relationship stuff. Uh, if you want to search Chris Bowers on iTunes, they're all there.
0: You truly are a relationship expert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I so appreciate you coming out and enlightening us. Thank you so much. I
1: had a great time.
0: Any anytime you want me back, I'd love to be back. Oh, I know you're an expert on many things, so you'll get tapped again for sure.
1: Interview complete. Shooting an arrow through Bowers heart like Cupid, but you know,
0: murderer. Thanks, computer lady. Ah, my guest meets another grizzly end. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. Big thanks to Chris Bowers for coming on. And if you like this podcast, hey, take a second to like it, subscribe to it, share it, comment on it. I'm Kristen Key. You can find me at KristenKey.com. Follow me on all my social media every week. I'll be bringing a new comedian to have a new expert topic. We'll do a chit chat. We'll play five quick questions and we'll do a rad lib. Until next time. Bye.
1: We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun, we're gonna
0: talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff, cause Krista knows blank.